0: DW, Africa In January 2020, Africa's tourism industry was flying. Africa had the world's second fastest growing tourism sector and it was projected to rake in billions of dollars. Then COVID-19 struck and practically overnight, Africa's tourism industry ground to a halt. Tours along Ghana's cultural sites have ceased. Safari vehicles that normally prowl East Africa's Serengeti in the hunt for the perfect wildlife photo remain parked. Five-star luxury camps in the Okavango Delta are a gathering place for nothing but dust. This is a DW africa Link special podcast on the coronavirus, and I'm Kainebe. In 2019 alone, the West African nation of Ghana raked in $1.9 billion from tourism. The tourism sector contributes over 5.5% to Ghana's GDP. Or at least, it did. DW correspondent Isaac Kalechi finds out how local businesses are responding to the pandemic. My
1: first business actually started in tourism. Moses Femi Beku runs a travel and tour agency from Accra. His agency, Mofeq Travel and Tour, also operates in parts of West Africa, but he has been stuck in neutral for weeks due to the coronavirus pandemic. I had my last tour just before COVID actually, you know, became like you know, uh, uh, a pandemic. And out of that, I had about six tours that has been cancelled. beku operates seven tours yearly, and cancelling six means his agency is out of business for the rest of the year. At least 20 tour guides and other auxiliary staff he uses are now without jobs. Imagine directly you uh, have affected 20 uh, uh, p- people, indirectly you can just imagine, you can multiply that into like to 200 if they are feeding at least 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 people at a time. Beku fears the worst for his business in the tourism and hospitality industry if the pandemic prolongs. Yeah. have come to this restaurant not far from Ghana's Kotoka International Airport in Akram. Native restaurant and bar depends largely on foreign clients for holidays and business. But they are all gone. Owner Kwame Bakuin says revenue has been hard hit as a result. The number of travelers began starting to reduce, uh, those coming into to Ghana. But also because those working around in the companies um, began to work from home. 80% of the bar's revenue was from such clients. To remain in business, Bitcoin is re-strategizing. Focus is now on local customers. Home and office deliveries are top priorities for now. It's crucial to focus on the local market. I mean, that for us is our bread and butter. And, you know, we do that by making sure that costs are reasonable. And then, of course, the health consciousness, which, again, is very key for the locals, too. Bitcoin, surprisingly, hasn't sacked any of his workers just yet, despite significant drop in revenue. He hopes the workers can take the business further after the pandemic. One of his workers, Samuel Kweku Yebua, is just grateful for the job.
2: So on our side as staff of the company, is as we can do that I love towards the business. i at the point where you see that your friends are losing their job and you still can keep yours. I mean, it's a blessing, so you need to like, make it work.
1: COVID-19 has been a body blow for Ghanaian businesses relying on tourism to make ends meet. For now, most are in survival mode.
0: Conservation efforts have also been affected. Just outside Kampala, our Ugandan correspondent, Frank Yeager, finds a zoo on the brink since foreign visitors disappeared.
3: Loud sounds of water waves of Lake Victoria heard from afar welcome you to Uganda Wildlife Conservation Education Centre. Before the COVID-19 pandemic, this sanctuary was a hive of activity with people interacting with wild animals like lions, giraffes, white rhinos and monkeys. Daniel Mirembe, the zookeeper, tells me he pays more attention to them because they have a great conservation value.
1: They are threatened in one way or the other and their existence is very fragile.
3: But the center could close down for good if government does not provide funding quickly the facility holds over 291 individual animals of 52 species. Since the outbreak of the COVID-19 pandemic, the center's source of revenue from tourists has dwindled to a shortfall of about 50,000 US dollars, making it hard to look after the animals. Executive Director, James Musinguzi, laments the loss of foreign visitors. And for the tourists, they were paying $10. They were paying more for the specialized programs, like the the behind-the-scenes, they were paying $70. Because our mission is actually to educate the public about the value of conserving biodiversity with special emphasis on the young generation. Currently, the zoo is surviving on the mega resources left in their reserves
0: and a few donations from well-wishers and animal lovers. Across Lake Victoria, Tanzania is famous for its safari industry. Lions lounging on the Serengeti, elephants ambling through the Ngorogoro crater, or flamingos on Lake Manyara. These are the iconic images of East African tourism, but the stretched safari vehicles, normally brimming with Western tourists, stand idle. For operator Elia Richard from Into Africa Safaris, this is a crunch like no other, 99% of his clients are international
2: difference with this pandemic in comparison to what we have seen before, like Ebola or uh, the terrorism in Kenya the other year, is that uh, we highly, our tourism industry is highly dependable on international tourists. So the source markets have been affected.
0: Operators like Elia are also caught between clients wanting their money back and accommodation not wanting to give up deposits. This has caused serious cash flow problems.
2: When, when you come back to tell the client that you can you use, can you give you a credit for the future, they tell you, we are not, I'm not sure about the future anymore, so I want my money back. So you have to go again, maybe we have to pay from our own pockets first.
0: Guides, meanwhile, have had an easier time adjusting since Tanzania's tourism numbers fluctuate dramatically between high and low seasons.
2: So over the years, we have been able to influence them to open uh, different uh, businesses. They have always had an alternative uh, source of their income.
0: Inter-Africa safaris gets between 1,000 and 2,000 clients a year. And some clients pay up to 7,000 US dollars per person for a safari. And that's before they pump money into the local chain economies through buying souvenirs, tips or park fees. And because Tanzania has not imposed a lockdown, there is no government assistance for local tourism operators. For Dr. Kobe Mensah from the University of Ghana Business School, this pandemic has shown up the African tourism industry's real weakness. He joins us from Accra.
2: We have overly been dependent on the West. And that in itself is a disaster, as COVID has actually shown. Now, there is an increasing call for you know, within the regions, you know, building tourism, not even talking about only domestic tourism, but across African countries.
0: Tourism in Africa has always relied heavily on international travelers. Now, though, the industry cannot adapt quickly enough to avoid collapse, and the road to recovery looks very long indeed. This was a DW Africa Link special podcast on the coronavirus. We hope all our listeners across Africa are keeping well and are in good health. From producer Assumta Latos and myself, Kainebe, bye for now.